Welcome back to The Sit Down. This is The Sit Down, the podcast version. My name is Trevor, slash host, slash co-host, slash cool guy. Alongside my friend, partner, and also re- resident cool guy. I was going to say, I better, be, <laughs> better also be cool guy. He's resident cool guy. Resident cool guy. Yeah. I'm a residency. I'm not a full doctor. Cool <laughs> yeah. guy. I'm just a regular. I'm Dr. Cool. cool guy in training. <laughs> Yeah, he just graduated med school, so... Look at me. I certainly did not, though. I can't... We yeah. talked about this last time. I can't be a doctor. Oh, yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah. I, yeah. There's no way. No way. Yeah, I don't have the... I don't have the... I don't have the mind for it. I don't, oh. have, the, I don't have the heart in it. It's not in it, you know? No. I'll need to be saving patients It would. Right. It would just be for the paycheck, and by that point, it's even worth it. Yeah. You know? The paycheck. The paycheck. Wow. I actually saw a very interesting infographic the other day. Really? And it was comparing um, Jobs, and it was comparing a... Steve Jobs. Yeah, actually. Really? <laughs> uh, it was comparing the salary of a plumber to the salary of a doctor. Mm-hmm. And it was the plumber was starting the trade at 18. Like, they graduate high school and get into the trade and then work. Yeah. And then it compared the doctor if they get out of high school, start high school, or start college... Uh, grad school, med school, all that good stuff, residency before they're a doctor. The break even of when, uh, like the meeting point between the two salaries before the doctor over, like doctor salary overtakes plumber salary in terms of like, like getting out of debt moving forward at the age of 40. Wow. At the age of 40. Wow. Is when, uh, the paycheck actually means something and it's not just paying off debt. That's pretty wild. That is pretty wild. It also seems weird, though, is that, like, at the... I, I feel like a a plumber, also, if you're making, you know, forty fifty thousand dollars 50000 at 18 years old... Yeah. And you start putting some of that back... Oh. You're going to be pretty... Oh, yeah. And that, and that was that was just based off of... Um, like, sal- like, just off of salary. salary. That, yeah. wasn't, that wasn't anything, anything no, outside. No, investments or anything. And you could no. basically start investing 12 years earlier. Yeah. Which... That adds up. Exactly, <laughs> it really does. Um, That's pretty neat. And, I, and like, because it's it's the jobs that nobody wants to do, and that paying over time. Yeah, will pay pretty well. Like, like master plumbers make like six figures. Yeah, because nobody wants to get down and dirty. I could not. I could not do plumbing. I couldn't. Because <clears throat> I don't. I don't really. Un- well, I don't understand it. For one, every time I've looked at like my dad working on pipes, like he's like, hey, "Help me fix this sink." I'll look at him and I'll be like, Yo, "I have that's, no that's idea." What's a, going that's on. a dad thing. How do they just know how to do it? That's where I. I told my <laughs> my dad laughed at me a couple weeks ago or over the summer because I like in passing he was talking about like um like we had a guy coming into work on our deck and get like like this little canopy thing built on our deck and i had said like man i can't wait for my dad instincts to take over and i can just know how to do that (laughs) and he laughed at me because he was like that's not a thing i was like oh it certainly it is i'm i'm convinced because i was i was talking about this with somebody else not too long ago and it was just how like how dads just know how to do things yeah, I asked my dad about how, how he just knows how to do stuff because he like can build stuff. Yeah, and like repair stuff. Oh, my dad is like intensely handy. And I don't yeah, exactly. I do have friends' dads that are not handy at all. And they I'm don't gonna know what be doing. I'm gonna be that friend dad. I will. And I don't want. It. I told my dad. I said I just want to be making enough money that I can pay someone to do it for me. <laughs> yeah, but <clears throat> no. So he he just knows how to do everything, and he learned it from his dad that also knew he didn't, he don't do really everything. Yeah, because he was like a. I don't. He was he was like a like a 
I don't remember what he did, but basically he was using his hands all day and yeah, my, he knew what he was doing. Because the, 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 the thing, like my my dad's explanation was, my dad had my dad had three brothers, my mom had five siblings, both lived within a couple blocks of each other, and neither were like wealthy. Mm. So then you just kind of had to like my mom grew up in like a one bathroom house Whew. with eight people. Wowza! Um, yeah, so <laughs> it was just like working around what you could work around and everything. So that's where like. They couldn't pay somebody to do something, so they had to all learn how to do it themselves. Yeah. Oh man, it's 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 wild, dude. And yeah. then my, and it's it, yeah. My dad's just, he, he's 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 just a very talented guy, and it's yeah. stuff where like, um, oh, when I was at home over the summers, once I got once I got old enough to like have a job and everything, like a part time job, I would I was between either. Um, my dad would tell me at the beginning, at the end of the school, he was like, hey go find a job or have a summer long project for you <laughs> like yard work or something Oof, and that's way worse. i was like well i don't want to get a job yet so <clears throat> instead i on the side of our house i'm super proud of it because every time like i take like like lorna back to my house i always point it out yeah because like there's a whole like carport on the side of our garage where like you park like a trailer um when it's not in use like our trash cans and everything yeah and i had the i had the dig of like a whole it was like it was like four feet wide and like 10 feet long, a couple inches into the ground. I had to dig all that out, put down like the limestone, like the gravel and everything. And like I had to lay everything out, put the railroad ties in. And I was like 13, 14 years old. Not bad. It was wild. I hated that. But then now that I'm looking back on it, I was like, man, I wish it was more of that. Because yeah. now I wish I could be like, I'm going to build a deck yeah. and just do it. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't do it either. When I, the most amazing thing to me, my brother and I always point this out, and I don't understand how it works. I mean, I know, I know how it works, but like, we, so like our, at our, at our house, like we have like a porch that goes around, like kind of around the, the front. Yeah. And so on the corner, we like, we're going to make like a little like wall, like with plants and stuff in it, you mm-hmm. know, like how they have like little stone walls. Yeah. So we were doing this one summer and we, we dig it out because we had to make it f- level everywhere across and mm-hmm. that was what was really weird is like my dad just knew how to make it level like it was just it just all of a sudden happened basically yeah. he's like yeah you gotta dig a little more over here i think and then we measure it and it's like or like we level it and it's off and he's like yep i told you you gotta dig more over there i was like how <laughs> it looks flat to me that's absurd <laughs> and then there's like he just there's like four stones on one side and one high on the other side and it just seems like it was literally flat and i was like this is so weird to me man and it just it just happens. I think I think they just it just pops into your head one day. Yeah, you get you got the dad the dad eye. Yeah, I don't. I, you know I what else my dad can do that's pretty impressive? Hmm. He can tell you what drill bit it is every time, nearly every time, or like what oh, wrench oh, wrench. Width. Yeah, and like the like the bizarre <laughs> fractions. Yeah. Oh, my dad does the same thing. Like, you know, I think it's about he, three yeah, eighths. He, he was, I was like, like, it's either this or this. Just get that, and I was like. Huh? He'd be like, yeah, it looks like about a three-eighths probably. And I'd be like, okay. And I'd grab it. Sure enough, it was. I was like, oh, how? Man. I don't understand it. Dad's it's pretty impressive. I've certainly become a dad on, on a couple things as well, just with stuff like that. It's like simple things like changing a tire. Where, like, I feel like there's a difference in mansplaining and dadsplaining. Yeah. And I'm at the point where I'm definitely dad's <laughs> stuff. Like, I was teaching Lorna how to, like, fill her tires with air like a gas station. <laughs> you doing like a like a proud dad. Oh, yeah. Like I, a... and, then the, and then when she went the first time I went with her and she filled up the tires on her own, I was I was proud. <laughs> I got to be honest. I was proud of her. And I was proud of myself, too. I was like. I, I did that. I was like, I dad's playing the crap out of that. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Is that, like, changing a tire, too? Yeah. 
I have never changed a tire. I'm scared to do so. I, I, I'm pretty certain I could do it. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things that I don't... I don't want to ever get in a situation where I need to do it, for one. Oh, I had to rescue my roommate. She wasn't, like, like stranded somewhere. She was, like, at, at somebody's house, and I had to, like, get her car out of the driveway. Yeah. And I went over and just, like, taught to both of them. I was, but then they both had the mentality of, like, well, if I'm on the side of the road, I'll just call AAA. And I was like, it's the principal. <laughs> that's where I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I heard my dad's words. Kind of it's mouth. the I principal. Was like, I was like, oh, good God. Yeah, I have the same problem. I'm just like, yeah, I'll just call someone and go and get it. They'll fix it for me. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Just seems easier, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things about cars I do not understand. There was a lo- like, there's a lot that I don't understand, but there's there's some stuff like like minor maintenance and stuff I would do on my own car because like, uh, my first car like I put in more money into it than it was worth, but I saved more money than I would have like taking like taking into a place like like simple stuff like oil changes. You save yeah. you save like twenty thirty dollars if you just do it at home. Yeah, you know. I know how to check oil, but I don't really know anything else. Like if my car was smoking, I would pull over the side of the road. Pop the hood and be like, yep. Oh, do, I, the, do the, I, That doesn't help me. <laughs> the helpless stare where you open it and you're like, mm, mm-hmm. I certainly yeah. have no idea what's wrong, but yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Guess we'll just pick somebody up to do it, right? Yeah. Shout out to dads, man. Yeah. If you haven't said hey to your dad. Tell him hey. Tell him sup. <laughs> Say, what's up, dad? Text my dad right now. I'm not texting my dad. <laughs> I'm not going like, to text hey, my dad, dad either. I mean, I'm going home this weekend. I'll walk in the front door and be like, hey. What up, talking dad? about you on the podcast. <laughs> what up, Ken? What up, Ken? What up, JP? <laughs> yeah. Man. I was thinking about it. I was like, if we were on the air right now, my dad would probably text me. But my mom not. would text me. Yeah, that's true. But like, you know, you know, it's like we can't. We're, they can't hear it. They do have an app for that, though. They do have an app for it. Yeah. But we're just we're just going to stick with what we have. <laughs> oh, absolutely. For now. Doing what we do. Yeah. Yeah. So here on the sit down, uh, we We, find some we find some news stories. (laughs) Ten minutes later. (laughs) Ten minutes later, we find some news stories on this show, other than talking about dads and their abilities in the beginning. Uh, So we got some funky stuff to talk about. We got four stories to we're gonna tear right through. I'm pumped for all of these. I also am. Yeah, these are all these are all pretty good stories. So Trevor, you want to take us away in this first one? Yeah. Also, want to throw out a disclaimer. My nose is a little stuffed up, so if I sound weird on on here, that's why. (laughs) Oh, gotcha. I gotcha. (laughs) My nose a little stuffed up. My throat's a little cloggy. You know. Ooh. You know, you ever get that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's why I sound weird. That's why. But this is coming to us from Reuters because. I think that's how we pronounce it. So, <laughs> coming to us from Reuters, and I just thought it was kind of funny because um, it's the uh, so Pakistan police pop their rollerblades on to catch Karachi's criminals, and I just thought this would be a hilarious sight. It would I, be if I saw a policeman charging at me on roller skates, I would laugh oh, so hard. But the thing is, you know they're dead serious. Yeah. It's like a mall cop rolling up on a on a Segway. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I know you're taking your job so seriously, but look at yourself. Or like the cops on bikes. What are you going to do? Put me in the basket? Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that, was a, that was a meme, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my first thought about this before like, you even read any more of this, uh, I think, at this at, though it's like, it's kind of silly, I feel like... The functionality is actually yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I feel like there would be a part of me that if somebody... To have the skill to, like, chase down a criminal on rollerblades, 
that you know he's their main I, business. I w- yeah, I would be honestly a little intimidated. Yeah. Because I thought about this where years ago I was like doing what high schoolers do, and I was looking at swords, you know. And I was talking about you're how, looking at swords. Yeah. Is that what you said? <laughs> that is the and high I, school thing. And I was like, <laughs> and I was well, okay. So basically, no, I was. It was after it was after uh, I had graduated, and I was at a friend of mine's house who had like taken over his grandpa's old house. And he saw all his grandpa's stuff in his house. And his grandpa had, like, like, uh, like a samurai sword set. And I found it, and I was flipping out. And so I was farting around with that sword when I shouldn't have been. Nobody got hurt, but I really shouldn't have been. <laughs> and I was talking about how, like, how just because it's so outlandish, if I was, like, if I was starting to, like, get in a little tussle with somebody, like, like, on the street, and they pulled out, like, the butt of a gun... Or unsheath the end of a sword. I would be so. I I feel like practical fear. I'd be more afraid of the gun, but initial shock. I'd be like, oh Jesus Christ! If he's busting out a sword like that, he knows what he's doing. See, that's true. You can have people pulling out guns that don't know what they don't. They they can't hit you because they don't know how to shoot it. But if you're walking around, if you know they're open, if you're open carrying a a katana, if they're busting the sword, you are in trouble. You're in trouble, man. You know they're gonna give you the business. So I feel like I feel like seeing a cop walk around, rolling around in rollerblades. Initially, I'd be like, oh, this is silly. But then if they came at me, I'd be like, oh my god. Yeah, oh, like just, speed skating style, coming just, out like Apollo Ono. That was just freak me out. They hit you with the Apollo Ono. He starts <laughs> cooking towards you. Oh man, I would flip. I, I'm not gonna lie, I would be scared of that. So, but because my first thought was this, I was like, is this like Sonic? Like that was what I was thinking. Is that these are like, like the delivery people on foods? Oh, oh like on yeah, skates yeah, yeah. at Sonic, how they just skate out to your car. They, they got some intense skaters. I'm gonna be honest. At Sonic or these people? At, at, at Sonic. Both, but... At Sonic, yeah. Yeah, they don't they don't mess around. How could they you carry all around. that stuff? I couldn't carry all that stuff. All I couldn't days. either. Don't I, I probably I probably couldn't even do it just walking. Didn't like old diners used to do like, roller skates? Yeah, that would be cool. They did like rollerblade indoors. That was imp- that would be impressive because mm-hmm. you got like food that like and not a lot of room. Like you got <clears throat> bagged food wouldn't be that bad because like you can at least shake it around or whatever. But if yeah. you got like a carrying a plate full of drinks, Uh-oh. GGs. Mm-hmm. So, so continuing on, uh, police in Pakistan's largest city, Karachi, are deploying uh, an armed rollerblading unit to curb theft and harassment on its teeming streets. So, gliding in a circle with their weapons pointed inward and lifting and lowering the guns in unison, the 20-member unit clad in black undergoes rigorous training. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Are they going at like a special ops unit? I that think sounds, so. That sounds like some intense synchronization. I feel like that that is one of the better policing strategies because that would instantly, I would not be messing around. I would be deterred <laughs> for lack of a better term. Um, so this is coming from, from the chief of the unit. So he says, we felt we needed to come up with an innovative approach uh, to control street crimes. I would say that's pretty innovative. Yes. Um, explain the officers with rollerblades could more easily chase thieves on motorcycles throughout the city of 20 million? How fast can these guys go? <laughs> they got rocket boots on Oh my things. gosh. My goodness. They have to be humming. That is awesome. So, uh, Ali conceded that rollerblading police could not be deployed across many parts of Karachi due to poor road conditions and uneven footpaths. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but said that they would be sent to public places with a higher incidence of threat of theft and harassment. He said, this is just the beginning, uh, said Anila Aslam, a policewoman on the unit. 
<clears throat> this rollerblading would really be- will really benefit us with this training. We can reach narrow alleys very quickly where it is usually difficult to go. Is that mean like on foot? It's still difficult because I don't think that would. Be, I think they must mean like if you can't drive your car down it. Like if yeah, someone's evading you, yeah, and then you could just bust out the blades and start zooming after them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of lit, honestly. So safety concerns weren't raised when uh, initial footage of the Karachi's Karachi units training showed officers carrying heavier weapons. Well, Ali said they would only carry handguns, reducing the risk of bullets ricocheting. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't understand that sentence at all. I don't understand it either. (laughs) Ricocheting. Um, I don't feel like that's any different, but okay. Um, So the rollerblading police um, who follow in the footsteps of similar units in Europe and elsewhere. Excuse me? Yeah, I didn't know this was a thing. I did not know this was a thing prior. It's like in, like, isn't it like in Germany, the the police cars are Lamborghinis? Maybe. I think. Or maybe that was just in Need for Speed. Well, they also have the Autobahn. (laughs) Very true, very true. But they're allowed to catch people on there. Yeah, it's true. Because they're just zooming. They can zoom if they they're want. They're allowed to zoom. I wish I could zoom. I think I think like every city should have like one road that you're allowed to go as fast as you can, just to get people. I think that would relieve a lot of people. I think to that actually, or I think like the left lane on the highway. Yeah, they like that. That should that's for people that got places to be. I have thought about this. I think it should be for the right lane. You have to go sixty-five to seventy. For like truck drivers or whatever, mm-hmm. the middle is seventy to seventy four, or seventy five, mm-hmm. which that's what I—that's the cruising speed. That's yeah. usually where I lie, and then like seventy five plus, maybe cap it at like eighty five because you might be going a little quick if you're going mm-hmm. past eighty five. But I think that would make sense. It should be like structured like that so people yeah. know where to drive. But it's just that right now, that's just like no, it's the pass, and then no, it's the crime lane. It is. There's people that are that are like, I got places to be. And I'm, and I'm going. Get out of my way because I'm going. Yeah. I will ride you oh my God. right next to you. Because, um, excuse me. I was uh, talking with my friends and he's like, yeah, I was going like 85, and he got his doors blown off him by like everyone. He said these people are going like 95 to 100, just Jeez. cruising past him. I was like, what are you doing? Oh, Italy has the Lamborghini. Italy. That makes sense. I think they're. Is it? Are they from Italy? I think Lamborghini? They are. I yeah, believe so. I think they are. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like a Lamborghini would be able to stop very much, though. Like, I, like you know, usually, like, the, the Ford I feel floors. Like, I feel like it's intimidating, but it's not practical. Yeah. it's. I mean, like, maybe the cars are a lot faster there, so it makes sense. But, like, yeah. this thing had to be, like, reinforced. Because, like, a Crown Vic, that thing will mess you up because it has no... It doesn't mess up. Like, there's... Yeah. It's got nowhere to be mm-hmm. after that. That's all its purpose is. Yeah. Is to take you down. <laughs> like, the Florida... The, the, the Explorer that we got here. That thing I think could could do some damage yeah. to your my little car, but like a Ferrari, like a Lamborghini, I'm not like concerned about it taking me out. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because if know. anything, I'll just like ramp off the hood. <laughs> yeah. If he tries to ram me from behind, <laughs> and then you do a front flip and die, <laughs> and land it perfectly on the wheel. Oh, and keep yes. going. Yeah, as you're driving towards him instead of driving away from him ah, initially. Ah. So, um, well, uh, so. They're expected to begin officially next month, but they were rec- they were recently spotted outside the venue of Pakistan's Super League cricket tournament. That's lit. Um, and they have already begun patrolling uh, Karachi's bustling beachfront. Mm. So, seeing them here in clean uniforms since the morning gives us a sense of security. As even in daytime, snatchings occur here, <laughs> said pedestrian Muhammad Azim. So... 
I don't. It, it wasn't. It, I think this is actually like a serious story, but I was still like, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Because I just the idea of police on rollerblades just really like it just it doesn't rub me the wrong way. It does it just like it kind of makes wanna, me, I it, don't want to take it seriously. Exactly. It kind of it kind of it kind of like you know tickles my funny bone. You mm-hmm. know. It's yeah. Like, makes me giggle a what little is bit. This? What are you doing over there? <laughs> I'd be like, I mean, literally, like the police on bikes. Like, I don't know what they're doing. What yeah, can they like, establish? Like, rolling through the parks? Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you're getting your exercise in. They're wearing shorts. Oh, my God. If a they're wearing, wearing biker shorts, man. If a policeman is wearing shorts, I don't think I would be scared of them. I, I know that's, like, extremely, like, trivial, but, like, mm-hmm. I just don't feel like I would be scared of them. No. You know? I'm like, you're not supposed to be scared of them anyways, but, like, at the end of the day. But you are. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I just think that's, that's it was interesting. I thought that was a funny, interesting story. I don't, I like that one. Yeah. I want I I want to check back in on these guys a little bit a little later on. See yeah. see how their how their rollerblade task force is doing. <laughs> I I feel like it's kind of like if um if they switched to like lime green and pink lights, you know, like maybe it's more effective because you'd see them coming way more. Mm. But like at the same time, I'd laugh. I'd be like, that's stupid. You that's know, I mean, I mean, they're not gonna do it. But like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. I wish I could rollerblade. I can't rollerblade very I can I can do it, but not well. That's like me with ice skating. I can push myself a little bit, not fast. Whenever I ice skate, I have a tendency to use one leg the whole time. Yeah, favor the leg. I totally I, I glide on my left leg and then just push with my right. Yeah. <laughs> and if ever, well if everything's going in the same direction. Yeah, like that's all I have to do. Yeah. Sometimes I'll like start I'll I'll feel good though and I'll just start cooking. Yeah. Yeah. There's my, my two mentalities with it. It was the same when I was learning to ski when I was like a sophomore in high school. When I learned and I went two times and haven't gone since. It was, <laughs> one, my first mentality was you got to fall. You got to fall once because it makes you not afraid of falling. Because yeah. you're going to fall and you're not going to die and you're not going to get hurt. And so you're not going to be afraid of falling <laughs> the second time. Yeah. Um, and the other is to go is like start slow so you get like the fundamentals. Once you got the fundamentals, go as fast as you can stay in control. <laughs> yeah. I learned that like... You're supposed to learn skiing without poles, and that makes so much sense. That's yeah, because that's um, that's how kids learn. Yeah, because the poles are too big. Because when I was taking like a like a, a beginner's lesson, there's like there's people that like like you'll see adults going on hills without poles, best because they started as kids and like they just never because the whole like like using the poles to push yourself along that's not real. Yeah, that that's for that's for like cross country skiing. That's for cross country skiing, and like when you're doing like the fast downhill skiing, that's for like like guiding direction changes. Yeah, but like when you're just like going across, or like when you're going on a hill, you don't you don't mush yourself <laughs> down the hill. So yeah, the poles are essentially like they're not for much, in all honesty. Yeah, I am skiing is scary sometimes because mm-hmm. like it's very easy to get out of control. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> I, and I did the first time I ever went skiing. The, I was in fourth grade, and nice. I went down the hill, and I was going way too fast. And uh, this guy was hurt, and and I didn't know how to stop. Um, this guy was hurt, and they had the little the the, the snow patrol or whatever, you yeah. know. And this guy, this, this guy had it was way too much. He was power hungry, yeah. obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And <clears throat> he's going across, and he's like he's throwing up the X with the uh, with the skis. The ski poles, as in stop, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I didn't know how to stop, so I just flew past him. And he's like, "I said stop!" He's screaming at me. I was like, God. "Dude, chill out, bro." What are you gonna do? Chase me down? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Leave this guy for blood? <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be dead on the ground here. What are you gonna do? Oh my God. Yeah, but that was also the time I I went down and I so I tried to stop by falling. That's what I did. Yeah. 
and I my ski got stuck in the ground. Oh. And I thought I blew out my ACL. I was so scared. I like literally my knee twerked the whole wrong oh. way. <laughs> oh man. I was like, oh. And I was like, oh, I'm in fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I can't turn ACL. <laughs> Basically. Basically indestructible. Yeah, pretty much. Sometimes I get that way. Mm-hmm. I wish I was indestructible. Me too. I could be a lot more reckless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I certainly would be. Yeah, I, got a, I got a tree in my front yard I've been meaning to climb. <laughs> <laughs> that tree is kind of scary. It is kind of scary. I've been meaning to tame it before I move out, but I can't now. Why? They trimmed up the branches. <gasps> what? Which is probably good because the limbs are dying. They were very much dead, which is a very smart call. But, oh, I wanted to climb that tree so bad. Yeah. Maybe you still can. You can shimmy up it. I could do it like Mulan style where it's like I throw some giant weights around and hug my way up. <laughs> you could do it that way or you could just hug it. Yeah, man. I've I've done that once. Have you really? I've climbed a tree. Not with the... the, the yeah, by shimmy. Like I just shimmied up it. It was like up 10 foot, like 10 feet before the first branch. Dang. And I did it. I was terrified. But it was kind of cool. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> you ever think about... Last, last thought on this. As we're completely far off the story. Yeah. You ever think about how tall trees are? Dude, they're so big. They're so tall. They're so big. Like, like I'm looking at the window right now, and I'm like, dang, those are some those are some trees, dude. But if you stand beneath one, you genuinely look at the top. Yeah. You're like, whoa, that's up there, man. Well, what weirds me out is when I can see trees over buildings, and I'm like, oh, those are really those big are, trees. Those are really big trees. Like, those are tall buildings, too, man. Yeah, you like look over like a house, like a two-story house. I mean, that's pretty big. And like, yeah. there's trees, like... Double the size? It's like, yeah, like I got I got a couple of trees in my parents' front yard that like would obliterate their house if they fell. Yeah. Like literally they're ginormous. They're yeah. so big. Yeah. You know what trees, I think is, trees ain't stopping. What's you up? know what I think is weird? Hmm. Is I just I just realized this like last actually this summer because I never thought about it before. And I haven't looked here because I forgot about it again. Mm-hmm. But like when you're standing in Bluffton, you can just look like towards the town and you just see trees everywhere. There's yeah. so many of them in there. It's just weird. Like you mm. don't see the houses, you just see trees. There's so many of them. You can see like literally across town. That's tree. that's gorgeous though. It's kind of cool. Nature, I'm not gonna man. lie. It's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see the redwoods. Oh, me too. Giant trees. Yeah, big boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, we've we've ran this story dry. Oh yeah. I'm pumped for this next story, mind dude. Mind if I mind if I dive on in? Go for it. So this next story is one I found, I found uh, like two weeks ago, and I thought it was very fun. Have you read through this one yet? Uh, no. Oh, it's so silly. Okay. <laughs> this is coming up from Fox 10 Phoenix. Uh, it's not about Phoenix, though. It has nothing to do, it's actually almost the opposite of Arizona. This is, uh, a la- <laughs> yeah, that seems really stupid. I just looked at where it was in, and it was in Anchorage, Alaska. Thank you. This says, Alaska woman using outhouse is attacked by a bear from below. What? <laughs> yes. Oh, and it gets it gets wild. She flying. Uh, so, uh, this of course you know first first line you know this takes place in uh, in Anchorage, Alaska. Um, you again restates almost the exact thing. She's using an outhouse attacked by a bear. She says uh, Shannon Stevens is her name. She says, "quote I got out there and sat down on the toilet and immediately <laughs> felt something bit my butt right as I sat down. I uh, I jumped up and I screamed when it happened. Understandably. Yeah." Uh, so Stevens, her brother Eric, and his girlfriend had taken snowmobiles into the wilderness February 13th, so just over a month ago, to stay at his yurt, mm-hmm. uh, which is located about 20 miles northwest of Haines. <laughs> I have no clue what a yurt is, to be honest with you. It's, it's a little, like a little little tent type thing. Oh, okay, right, yeah. Right. Looks like yogurt. Yeah. Well, Does it have yogurt OG. there? 
Probably. They might. I don't know. Um, <laughs> which is in Southeast Alaska. Uh, her brother heard uh, the screaming and went to the went out to the outhouse about 150 <laughs> feet from the yurt. There he found Shannon tending to her wound. They at first thought she had been bitten by a squirrel or a mink or something small. Oh. And this is where it gets fun. So Eric brought his headlamp with him to see what it was. Uh, he says, quote, I opened the toilet seat and there's just a bear face <laughs> just right there at the level of the toilet seat, just looking right back up through the hole right at me. I still don't Which, understand how the, it, that would literally scare the crap out of it, me. It, it would, especially if you're going to do if that. If you <laughs> open the toilet and there's just a bear sitting there. Oh, oh my, God. Oh, my God. I would. I would flip. So he said, uh, he said, I shut the lid as fast as I could. And I said, there's a bear down there. We got to get out of here now. He said, <laughs> uh, and we ran back to the yurt as fast as we could. So then once safely back inside, they treated Shannon with a first aid kit. And they determined that it wasn't serious, but they would head to Haynes if it worsened. So she said it wasn't, it, it was bleeding, but it wasn't super bad. Interesting. Yeah. That's not. That's good then. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I would be shaking up regardless. I oh, would good be God. like, oop, it's bloody boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, so the next morning, they found bear tracks all over the property, but the bear had left the area. Uh, she, uh, Shannon said, uh, you could see them across the snow coming up to the side of the outhouse. That you could trace his steps to where he got there. I wouldn't be walking toward it. Uh, so they, they <laughs> figure the bear got inside the outhouse through an opening at the bottom of the back door. I said, uh, Shannon uh, goes on to say, I expect it's probably not that bad of a little den in the winter. Probably warm from all that, uh, all that little, no, the poop. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was hibernating. I thought they're supposed to hibernate. Um, so (laughs) little, little tidbit on hibernating. (laughs) You're taught as a kid, they just eat, bears just eat a lot and go to sleep for three months. Nah, because sometimes there's not enough food, so when they hibernate, a lot of them just die off. Aww. Yeah, that was really sad. That was a that was a huge thing last year where, like, one person tweeted about it, and everybody was flipping I, out because they were that. like, wait, I didn't know that. We're like, hibernation is just is just a calm, like, a, a very simplified term of, like, they either go to sleep for the winter or they go to sleep. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um... So the Alaska Department of Fish and Game Wildlife Management biologist Carl Koch. I think it's was, probably Cook. <laughs> I guess if it's Cook. Because if I said it wrong, it was going to be Cock. Um, suspects <laughs> that it was a black bear. It was a black bear based upon photos of the tracks he saw and the fact that a neighbor living about a mile away sent him a photo of a black bear on hit on her property two days later. That isn't... That's something that I wish I could do. Like just oh, to have yeah. that skill That's, is to be able to look at the, animal tracks and know what it is. Yeah, the hunt like the hunting track, you could just see it and know where things were going, what animal it is. That, it, it's impressive to me too. It is. It's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, so that homeowner yelled at the yelled at the bear, but it didn't react. It also didn't approach her, but lumbered about its business. <laughs> uh, like it was walk in walking hibernation mode. Interesting. Yeah, bear is Bears, dude. <laughs> they sleepwalking? Sleepwalking. Uh, so even though it's winter, Mr. K <laughs> said uh, said they got calls. Mr. K. <laughs> yeah. They get calls all year round about bears being out. Because mm. where else are they supposed to go? Yeah, really? that's true. Where, where do they want them? They want to be going into poop boy. Exactly. Man. 
Every time. I know. It's every week. I was an outhouse story and I started reading it and I was like, crap. Literally. Literally. Um, <laughs> so 2020 was a record year for general bear problems in the Haynes area. Now, reasons for that, uh, Mr. K said, could include the fact that it was a poor salmon run year combined with a mediocre berry crop, mm. uh, which I saw pictures of uh, of the salmon problem up in up in uh, you know Canada and Alaska. It's not good. You would see them just like floating dead in like massive amounts of them floating down rivers. Well, yeah. that's not good. I don't know what that does or what that means. Uh, Why means, they do that? It means climate issues are killing them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I gotcha, yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. Um. So he continues to say, uh, it is also possible a bear couldn't put on enough fat when they go into the den uh, uh, and that they might be out and about more often and earlier, which is why you'll see them frequently in the winter. Interesting. So Mr. K suspects that Shannon's wound <laughs> uh, was caused by the bear swatting at her with a paw rather than being bitten. So clearly there's enough room under that outhouse for him to have a full range of motion yeah, as he there, goes up. It sounds like there is quite a bit of, uh, like... This must be a huge outhouse. It's got to be a big outhouse. I still don't understand how it got under it. I'm not sure either because my my like my mental image of this outhouse is like an old western outhouse. Dude, type. that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, I'm like, how did it get under there? Yeah, it's got like a little. It's got like a little, like a moon shaped hole in it on the front door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like in Shrek. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> that's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so, Mr. K continues, uh, says, as far as getting swatted on the butt when you're sitting down in the winter, she could be the only person on earth that this has ever happened to, that for all I know. is so true. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, no matter the re- uh, so no matter the season, uh, Eric says he'll carry bear spray with him at all times, uh, when going into the back country. And what? Shannon plans to change one behavior as well. You know what that one behavior is, Trevor? <laughs> Shannon says, I'm just going to be better about looking inside the toilet before sitting down, for oh, sure. man. Do you think... Do you, uh, this is gonna, this, I don't want to get too detailed here, but... Do you think she did her business before or after the bear hit her? Because um, that could be the reason why it hit yeah, her. It could, it could be, it could be <laughs> the reason. Um, be like, oh man, what the heck? It just <laughs> or it could be like, just... He was just hanging out, and then there was rustling above him as she came and got seated and everything, got situated, and then he was like, oh, I'm disturbed, and then hit her, you know? Yeah, I would have been like, what in the world? Yeah, what is going on up there? That would be so strange. Yeah. It's like the stories of, like, snakes coming out of the toilet, like, I was going to be the next thing I was going to talk about. I'm so scared of that. Like, snakes and spiders and everything? I don't think... That will ever happen here? Like, a snake coming out of my toilet? No, I've had spiders, though. I've, like, I've been, like using the bathroom, flush the toilet, and then, like, on the underside of, like, the the bowl ring, uh, of, a spider flushes out. Blah. Yeah. Oh, it freaks me out. I don't like that. It, yeah, it, it, that also gets me. I don't like... I hate spiders. I hate, hate spiders. I'm more of a... I'm more... I'm not afraid of either. I think it depends. If it's a big spider, that, that, that'll, like, make me jump first. <laughs> Snakes, though? Um, so, we used to have... Um, big snake issue at my house just because we had like a big planter on the and like right outside the front of my house so that's where like garter snakes would be chilling out a lot of the time yeah um and my mom literally hates snakes like would like would deal with anything else yeah other than snakes so then i remember one um one mother's day 
because a week prior, my mom was leaving our house, walked out, was going down the front steps, stepped on a snake on the front steps, and both ends of the snake, like, wrapped up and around oh. her legs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so we spent Mother's Day, my dad and I, out in the out in the uh, planter. Um, one of us was in the bushes. If we found a snake, we had, like, uh, we had a little, like, uh, like pitchfork-esque thing. We would just get the dirt beneath it and yeet it behind us, and the person would stand in the back and chop the head off with a shovel, and then we did that for hours. Oh, my God! Yeah, it was wild. And then, we, uh, a little while later, not a little while later, this, this, this was before that point, but we, we went to do, like, a big remodel on our house, and we went to get a new porch. Um, so then, um, the contractor was like, all right, we're going to just demolish the front porch. They demolished the front porch, pulled up the concrete, and beneath the concrete was a was a snake nest. There were just there was like a hundred snakes under our porch. No. And then as they started working throughout the winter, now that their nest was disturbed, they got under the siding of our house. So there were a couple times where I would go downstairs, like into our basement, and there'd just be like a snake on the on just laying on the floor. Oh my gosh. Out. Yeah. Like a couple times throughout that like year or two that before we like got everything finished. Oh, I would not. I'd leave. I'd oh, burn it, the house yeah, down. It was and leave. wild. I'd was, be out of there. It was, it was a, it was a freaky time. You may as well just, you might as well just burn the whole house out. Yeah. At Ooh, that point. Like now, I think about it, it's giving me the willies. That gives me the willies. Yeah. I don't like that at all. Oh, uh, and it, it, cause, and it was at the point like I would just stop telling my mom like if I went downstairs and I saw one I would just like. I would just go outside and open the back door. I wouldn't even take it back to the woods behind my house. I would just like open the open the back door and just like frisbee <laughs> out there and then move on. Yeah. Oh, snakes are dirty. I don't like. I I've grown to not like them more and more. They just they just give me bad vibes, you know. Yeah, man. They're not a good snake. That's true. Chill snake. I don't like snakes. I I'm always afraid of them biting though. Like oh. even when like we have like like the. Uh, like the wilderness dudes coming for like school or whatever, zoologists, and they would bring all the reptiles. Yeah, we'd hold that giant python. I was <sighs> like, oh, he's gonna bite me. Yeah, I was like I don't even—he's gonna bite me. He can sense fear, and I got alive right now. <laughs> how do they not? How do they even train a snake to not bite people? Oh my god, I have no idea. I'm so dude. Snakes—the fact that their mouth can basically go to like 270 degrees is what I yeah, don't like. Completely that. unhinged its jaw. Don't like that. Oh no messed up no man. no 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 that should that shouldn't be a thing i'm gonna level with you it really shouldn't be a yeah, thing honestly that part of nature's messed up i don't like i ain't here for it hate those hate spiders hate blah everything i haven't had too much of a spider issue last year this was fun last year in my in my current house here in bowling green there's an there's a spot in the back of my house uh right at the base of the stairs heading up to my bedroom where at the floor of the stairs there's a separation for like about eight inches along the wall where at the base of the wall there's a separation between the wall and the floor Mm. that like i can literally shine a light through it and see the underside of my house Mm. and i remember seeing that right as i moved in i was like that's gonna be a problem and it wasn't until it was uh and then there were a couple times where like got into the spring started warming up and like i went back then there was like a spider back there and i was like oh man until i saw a cockroach oh well no I had never seen a cockroach in real life. Not my first time. I don't understand how those are that, even possible. That bugged me out bad. And then there was another time I was about to get in the shower, and it was like in between like the shot, like the plastic 
curtain and like the actual like the outside curtain. Yeah. There was one chilling in there, and I saw it before I got in the shower. I was like, oh man! So I got him in the toilet, flushed him, and there was another time about a week later that I was in the I was actually in the shower. I was like, I didn't check for a cockroach this time and checked, and it was another one in between the two curtains while I was in there. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna fly through the shower and. Before he like, I find him on the no. shower floor. Ugh. So I like race through it, and I, it was funny. It was like by the, by the time I was like wrapping up, I could see him like crawling down the curtain. Wow. So it was like a race against the clock. Oh, I hate dude. Cockroaches are yeah. They they oh they're scary. I'm not a fan. I'm definitely not a fan. Yeah, we used to have a a flea problem because our cats like oh really in our basement. It wasn't really like anywhere else. It was just in the basement. You mm-hmm. would like. You could walk down there and you could like feel them on your legs. It was like, oh, it was awful. Oh no, no, yeah, no. your legs start itching. You're like, what is going on? And then you look down and there'd be like a bunch of fleas on your legs. Ugh. Oh man, Did oh like good god, one. no. Didn't like that one. And ticks. I do not like ticks. Have you ever been bitten by a tick? Yeah, uh, I haven't gotten like. I've just had them on me. I've never had one like nestle or whatever. I, I've never had either. I like I've never encountered a tick in real life. I've had them on me a lot. Because we used to we used to live like relatively near a uh, um, like a woods kind of so yeah, like yeah. we would just get I'd go in the, like go by the woods or whatever and you mm-hmm. get a lot of them and they get on my cats and stuff and like the worst is I was I was like what is that I was like scratching my eye and it looked like I had like like an eye booger and I looked at it and. It was a tick on the, my eyelashes, oh. and I like ripped it off. I dude, I almost, oh. I almost died. Good I was, God, it was awful. Oh man, it was horrible. I there, wouldn't... there was once I was in a, uh, I was in a, a summer camp that I ended up working at a couple, for a couple years. But when I was, a, I was a like an early, like a young teenager, I was in the camp. Yeah, and it was one day where we had a, uh, like a nature expert come. It was gonna give us like it was like a nature biologist. He was gonna give us like, like teach us about you know like stuff in a little ravine yeah and um everybody like all all the kids in my group like got in a little little stream with them and i was and my counselors were like aren't you gonna go in i was like no it's probably leeches or something in there i was like there's gonna be something i don't want yeah and then all my friends got in there too and they're all making fun of me for not joining and i was like nah i'm not about it and then they all get out, and literally almost everybody had numerous leeches on their legs, and they Ugh. got out. And I did not know how there were that many in that little in that little stream. I, I don't mess with leeches. Those yeah. things weird me out. Yeah, they weird me out. Because <sighs> I just think of a series of unfortunate events. Ooh. Those things, I don't mm-hmm. know what they're called, but the, like, crazy ones. I know what you're talking about. I can't tell you, though. But, uh, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. So. Yeah. Well, we're going to jump into this last story we got here, or second to last story. Second to last. Yeah, I'm pumped. Go ahead. All right. So this last one we have here is, well, second to last one. I keep forgetting because we're doing four stories. Oh, my gosh, three. yeah. We're Throwing switching it up. Mm-hmm. Throwing everybody off here. So uh, this is coming to us from the Huffington Post, but the UK one. Oh. Yeah. So we're, we're switching it up a little bit. So um, I was reading this, and we've done a story similar to this in the past, but not on here. And no, a new platform. But everything's gone. It's like we never even existed before. Exactly. And this is just this is just like a bonkers concept that I'm happy that we're talking about again. Yeah. It was. It's so funny. I mean, it would suck for this lady. I'm gonna level with you, but mm-hmm. it's funny. So, so basically, it says French woman ruled dead in 2017 fights to be declared alive. That right there is like, it's one of those things that like. I don't understand why it's more of a process than it sounds, than it should be, it, it's to be sa- named yeah. alive. So, um, 
Yeah. It's so dumb. So, uh, I'm going to butcher this because this is going to be a French name. And I'm going to say... Just call her Jean. 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 Pouchon. Pouchain. <laughs> Jean. P-O-U-C-H-A-I-N. But French. But French. <laughs> so, Pouchain. But French oh, version. Good, good. The little Francois. <laughs> um, so, uh, but Jean, uh, status as um, deceased is the result of a court decision that deemed her dead, even though no death certificate was produced. So that right there just seems like they should have figured out the problem already. Like, you know. Yeah. So, French woman, Jean, uh, <laughs> has an unusual problem. She's officially dead. Uh, she was. She has been trying for three years to prove that she is alive. For three, that's absurd. That's so much longer than it needs to be. So the 58-year-old says she lives in constant fear, not daring to leave her house in the village of Saint Joseph in the Lower Region. Authorities seize her car over an unpaid debt she contests, <gasps> and which is at the center of her troubles. She fears the family furniture will be next. Oh my God! Oh my gosh! When I was reading this, I didn't realize it was so sad. They're just repoing stuff from Yeah, her. she's dead, oh, man. She's like, um, Jean, uh, status has prevented her and her husband, who is her legal beneficiary, along with her son, from using their joint bank account. Being declared deceased <laughs> has deprived her of other critical amenities. The one that we read last year was so much funnier than this. Yes. Oh, my God. This lady's just getting ripped off. So... I no longer exist, she said by telephone. I don't do anything. I sit on the veranda and write. Um, I don't know what that word means. I don't want it to be a slur or something no. bad, so I'm going to skip it. It's a French word. I don't want to swear. So, um, uh, Jean, status as deceased, is the result of a 2017 Lion Court decision that deemed her dead even though no death certificate was produced. So that's where I have the problem. We're, yeah. These are not like medical examiners calling her dead. These are the court. The court, and I, I don't I don't know the process of that, of how that could be messed up. Yeah, what do you do? Take this to the Supreme Court? Oh, like, I, uh, I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm right here. This, this would be Gene versus death. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, so the decision came at the end of a legal dispute with an employee of Jean's uh, former cleaning company who was seeking compensation after losing her job 20 years ago. Okay, that seems- that makes no that, that makes literally no sense. How did this person want financial compensation and wind up with Jean being pronounced legally dead? Yeah, that seems like a really unfortunate side effect. <laughs> I, that's, that is lost to me. So, uh, but the initial complaint in France's... Um, Crude home <laughs> workers court misfired, falling on Jean, whose lawyer claims her company had no responsibility for the dismissal. A series of legal proceedings, decisions, and appeals followed all the way to the court of cassation, France's highest courts. We were right. Oh man! Um, which dismissed the case as outside its domain. What? It's the, it, don't they cover everything? Oh my goodness. Isn't that, that literally the point of the high courts? Is to literally do They have jurisdiction everywhere? Oh my gosh. France needs to get some things in order on. here. They need to get some things in order. So, according to Jean and her attorney, snowballing judicial errors ended with the 2017 ruling by the appeals court of Lyon that Jean was not among the living. That is absurd. I'm I'm absolutely lost. She could walk in and say, 
This is wrong. What, how, how, what snowball, what, literally what snowball effect what? of errors led to that? I don't understand how it got to the point of, like, excuse me, she could be dead. Like, how I is that understand. a problem? Like, like oh, did, man. Like, no one is claiming she's dead in here except for the courts. So that's why I don't understand is going on here. Um, so the legal... Um, imbroglio. Imbroglio. Um is all the stranger because Poochain, Jean, contended neither she nor her relatives received a summons for the hearing. That is so weird. Man. So um, her husband and son were left with an order to pay 14,000 euros to the former employee. Wow. Oh. Uh, wow. So Cormier, <laughs> Cormier <laughs> her attorney, filed an unusual motion last Monday to invalidate the 2017 decision by the Lions' Appeal court due to a grave error by the judges he said he has never dealt uh, with such a crazy case yeah at first i had a hard time believing my client well i had a hard time believing your client um so they say uh she can't forgive her ex-employee for her plight but won't identify the woman uh the former employee's lawyer did not respond to several requests for comment well okay if you're not going to comment on it, then clearly you're doing something incorrect. Yeah. I don't know. This is weird. Uh, so Jean says she can't... Re- oh, I just read that. Sorry. Uh, so they point the finger at the judges and their, quote, extreme reticence to repair their error. Yeah, I would agree with yeah. that one. Um, when, an enorm- when an error is so enormous, it's hard to admit, he said. Um, Jean remains stubbornly hopeful that her attorney's bid to overturn the judgment will succeed. It's my last chance to recover my life. <laughs> God, oh my man. Gosh. Yeah, I. From what I remember from the from the one that we had talked about before, um, it was it was a U.S. case. Yeah. Um, and I don't I don't remember the the premise of that of that story exactly, but I remember that we were. It, it, I remember the, uh, we asked the question early on in the story that it got answered later on of like how often this happens, and it like it is. So often it shouldn't be happening. Yeah, it like, uh, like I'm I'm, you know, pulling a random number. But if I remember it correctly, it was like, uh, like a hundred thousand Americans are incorrectly pronounced dead every year. Yeah, which I forget if that's by like the IR, uh, the IRS or or whomever, um, whoever determines that. But it's like it's. It's far more than should be incorrectly yeah. pronounced dead. It is absolutely bizarre. I feel like with that relatively large amount of people, that there there should be some sort of way to recover oh, faster man. than three years. Because oh, years. I remember the one person she she had paid like like a couple hundred thousand dollars in court fees just trying to just trying Show to get this alive. figured out. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's absolutely absurd. That's egregious. That is the definition of egregious, right mm-hmm. there. Well, yeah, that is that is an interesting story. That's for sure. Yeah, I was shocked. Yeah, I'm also shocked. I would. That would be so annoying. That. Oh my god, I can't even imagine, man. That'd be brutal. That'd be brutal. Mm-hmm. But I don't really have that much more to say about her. I mean, just, I just, I, I hope she wins. I hope she wins too. Then, I hope she's legally alive here soon. Yeah, it sounds like she needs to be. Uh, so we got one more story. Uh, just because I found this one in, in, a, in, a, in a quick hurry. And it's, it's, a pretty, like, it's pretty goofy, but it's a pretty short one, too. I love this. Um, I just like the concept of this. Yeah, I like this one. So, uh, basically, th- so this comes from uh, upi.com. 
Um, and basically some, some background to this website for us was once Trevor and I found this website that we would get some stories from it, like every third story is something about a lottery, a lottery yeah. win. But this one, um, the first one that came up here it, the, I, is a Guinness, uh, world records setting one, which honestly <laughs> is just, is just goofy as hell. It's one of those things that I just feel like I'm pretty certain I could beat it. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so the British man is, is a British man drinks a Capri Sun in 16.65 seconds to set a Guinness record. That is not fast. Instant. Yes. First thing that is very slow. <laughs> that's a that's a very like that's a sip with a couple breaths in between. Yeah. I already want to know, is he the first person to set this record or um, does it already say? Because I, I read it all. I already read it all <laughs> before, and I already forgot. It definitely has. Okay, we'll get into that. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Uh, so, but uh, either way, someone had to set it. Someone set it first, and somebody set it slower than. <laughs> uh, so Declan Evans, who is twenty, was of Le- uh, Lincoln. Sorry, um, he said he started to look for records to break while in lockdown during the summer and discovered Guinness had set the benchmark time uh, for a record at 18 seconds, but it had oh. yet to be officially attempted. Oh, so nobody had. Yeah, it was just... Guinness was like, literally, if you can drink a Capri Sun faster than 18 seconds, we'll give you the plaque. They're basically just handing it out at this point. Yeah, that is, that's absurd. Uh, so Evan said he performed, he performed several trial runs to master his technique literally you're drinking you're drinking through you're sipping through a straw 16.65 seconds and he did that much work into it oh my god he says here um quote it's a stupid record to hold but that is the fun of the guinness world records i think it will definitely get beaten i wouldn't say it was that fast i'm certain i could be i wouldn't say it was that fast either like I wonder if it, th- there has to be some sort of rules. I'm thinking that it has to be like only, this is going to sound really weird, only your mouth. Like you can't squeeze it out of the, the oh, pouch. Oh, yeah, yeah, And if you're sucking it just through that little tiny straw. And they, oh, and they got to probably get like just about every last drop. Yeah, you got to do that Now we're rationalizing it and it makes a lot more sense and I'm a lot less mad at this world right yeah. now. Yeah. But it certainly still seems beatable. I mean, it seems very beatable. Oh my gosh. Um, so he continues by saying, uh, it is a silly record that anyone can try, but I'm proud to have it. And it is still a world record. Yeah. <laughs> Once I achieved it, it was quite rewarding and I want to try more records in the future. Um, so Evan said he is looking forward to the end of the pandemic so he can attempt outdoor records such as fastest time to run a mile. Oh, while carrying someone on a stretcher. What in the world? This guy must be like yoked. Cause that that is, is absolutely absurd. That is not a, hang on. Um, you trying to find out what the yeah, fastest time, time is now? Run a mile. While <laughs> <laughs> carrying someone on a stretcher, yeah, that's a long record. What do we got? Um, all right, fastest time to run a mile while carrying, um, 100 pound something. Uh, oh, just a 100 pound rucksack that's 14 and a half minutes. I don't know where the stretcher comes into play. 14 you know, and a half minutes, you know, I'm just because I'm curious now. Um, 100 pounds is a lot, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
that's heavy. Um, strange world records, uh, 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 to beat. <laughs> Easy ones. Easy ones. Um, what the heck? Yeah, these, that, cause I could, cause I, I was telling you during a break, um, but I saw one just recently where somebody had set the world record for like the longest wall handstand. It's like three minutes, like just over three minutes. Yeah. It's not long. It really doesn't feel long at all. For context here in, um, what was it? It was just a regular show. wasn't it? it wasn't the experimental show. I don't think, but it was just a regular show. It was, yeah. It was the experimental show because it? it was a dare. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was thinking, cause I'm pretty certain you also had to do this during, um, slideshow. For like a yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, if you don't know, Logan can do a handstand on the wall for unreal amounts of time. For a painful amount of time. And it's pretty impressive. But um, so it sounds like he could beat this one if he really put his mind to it. Um, oh my gosh, these are so bizarre. Um, so ten wood records to break while you're stuck at home. All right, let's 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 walk through these. Yeah. Um. So number ten is world record to break. Oh, Jesus Christ. Never mind. It's just the title again. Uh, most socks put on one foot in 30 seconds. Um, so if you can put 28 socks on one foot in 30 seconds, great. Then do 29 and it'll break the record. That's almost one a second. 28 is a lot of socks. Yeah. I, I could not do that one. There's no way. That's insane this one is just hilarious i would be so proud to have this one the fastest time to arrange the alphabet from a can of alphabet spaghetti <laughs> the time to beat it says the, the the record to beat is a cool three minutes and 21 seconds to find like, all the letters I beat that to find all the letters and arrange them alphabetically i feel like i could do that yeah that's pretty awesome, though. The fastest time to assemble Mr. Potato Head? It's... <laughs> who managed it in an unbelievable 6.6 seconds. Whoa, that's quick. That's really yeah. quick. That's that's really... Oh. That's what I always think is so weird. That's what I think yeah. is cool about the Guinness Book World Records, is the fact that, like, there are, you know, feats of strength of most weight lifted and fastest run and pulling a a plane yeah heaviest objects pulled and then you get fastest time to build the mr potato head (laughs) they got they got the dexterity ones too uh okay this one's pretty interesting uh the fastest time to eat a 12 inch pizza using a a knife and a fork um such a weird yeah it's such a weird one i want you to i want you to guess this this uh this a knife, time. knife and a fork. With a knife and a fork to eat a, a twelve inch pizza. Someone's pizza is quite a bit. Yeah, I'm thinking guess? like. Oh man, I don't. Oh, I can guarantee you're gonna be wrong. I have a feeling I'm gonna be wrong. I'm saying like, I'm gonna say like fifteen minutes. I think fifteen minutes. This dude did it in twenty three point six seconds. <laughs> Wait, what? How? Yeah, uh, Kelvin Medina from the Philippines is the current record holder. He managed to eat uh, 12 inches of pizza with a fork in a mere 23 and a half seconds. That's pretty damn fast. Uh, the rule is that you have it. to you have to have it swallowed as well. I'm guessing he didn't cut it. I'm guessing he just stabbed it and bit into it. Yeah, they didn't say to cut it all the way through. Oh my gosh, that is that is rather impressive. Um. Oh man, the most T-shirts so. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. 
What we got? What we got? So this last one, I just want to make sure I read it correctly. This is kind of going off the sock one, but it makes even less sense. This is the, <laughs> the most t-shirts put on in 60 seconds. Ooh. So it says, if you feel the cold, uh, you probably have managed to compete this record even without knowing it. Um, but if you want to do it officially, then you have to beat Ted Hastings' record of wearing 260 at once. That cannot be in 60 seconds. 260 shirts? At once, but that cannot be in 60 seconds. No, it's probably just, no it's probably, that's, it's probably that's just two, wearing That's two different things. That's probably just wearing it. Yeah, that's that's a lot of... That's, that's a lot still of. a lot. That would be a fun one to break, though. You know how funny it would be to be sitting in a... Sitting with that on you? That would be so funny. I would be so claustrophobic. He would literally have to cut me out of that. <laughs> There'd be some thin shirts. Yeah. Because, like... Oh, man. 260 is, that, like... That is... So many I'm shirts. Certain that's more than shirts I own, and I I simply don't own that many shirts. And that would mean, but like that stacks up in my like if I stacked all my shirts, that 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 stacks like three feet tall. Yeah, and this guy probably has 150 more than that. Oh my god, on him. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Mr. Hastings. Yeah, yeah. So that's whoa. Uh, Sorry, no, real quick. I just looked at them now. I'm looking at some weird world records. The largest hula hoop spun by a female. I don't know if it means it's different, but by a female is 17 feet in diameter. Dang! Look at this picture. That's oh like the size my of my driveway God. coming around me. That is huge. Imagine seeing this, like just driving by, and you see like these kids playing with these giant Jeez, that's insane. I just doing walk the dog with that bad boy. Oh, man. That'd be pretty awesome. You, you throw the thing out and it shoots Dude, <laughs> way into the next town. probably would. Oh, man. I miss walk the dog. That's such a cool trick. They were. Oh, I feel like a baller. I, yeah, I used to be ridiculously good at hula hooping. Fun Me fact. too. And then all of a sudden, literally, it was like out of nowhere, I lost all of it. I also feel like I can't I hula hoop anymore. Yeah, I, can't I can only hoop. do it in a jacket. It hurts me if I don't. That's interesting. I won the hula hooping contest. Did you really? Yeah. And I think in my middle school dance, we had one. I think I, I I either got first or second because they started adding one and I can't do more than one. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I can't. But it was pretty odd. I was cooking on the hula hoops, man. Yeah. Mm. I'm nice with it. I want hula hoop the whole recess. Seriously? Yeah. It was stupid. <laughs> There's no reason for me to do that. <laughs> like people are just like, go Trevor, go Trevor, and for a half hour straight, you're just like, basically just like I'm shaking just, it for a I'm whole just half shaking hour. Shaking it, yeah. Dang. Yeah, I was throwing the dumpy around. <laughs> oh, so those weird, those weird like middle school records, dude. Yeah, they're fun. Yo, know, fun fact, actually, about a middle school record. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I still do, but I set the I set the middle school record for pull ups in my middle school. For pull ups. For pull ups. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, what, what was it? The middle school record? Middle school record. How many pull-ups did you get? I did um, 36. 36? I did 36 pull-ups. Because <laughs> I was very skinny, but I was very strong compared to... Because I was like I was doing sports and everything by that point, but I was still a very skinny lad. 36 pull-ups is a lot. That's it. Yeah, it was, it was intense. In a minute? No, just oh, 36 just consecutive. Up. Just straight yeah. up. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I, yeah, it was wild. The most I could ever do at one time was like 20, I think. Damn. But I was also in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of all impressive. I got from this one. I, I just wanted to see what other... Because I felt like that... Because And then as I was searching through the same uh, the same website, I was finding a couple other like weird Guinness record ones. And I just wanted to you know <laughs> find some other funky ones to beat. 
What's up? Yeah. No, I I I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. But I'm just looking at this, and this is wild. What's up? Ready for this? I'm ready. Most consecutive pinky pull-ups. Guess. Oh, 40s. 36. 36? Exactly what you had. <gasps> Dang. <laughs> if you did them on your pinkies, you could have tied the world Dang. record. Dang. Isn't that wild? That is wild. That's pretty hype. That's pretty hype. Fastest time to eat a bowl of pasta. What constitutes a bowl of pasta? 26.69 seconds. Oh, I can easily get that. I also feel like I could beat that. There's I can no inhale that, that pasta. That one does not seem real. I wonder how much that is. Hmm, interesting. But, well. Those are our all stories. That's all we got yeah. for stories this week. Yeah. That was good. That was, was fun. Good. They I were like fun these. Stories. These are fun. They are fun stories. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's all the time we have today. Is it indeed. Catch us next week. Same time, same place. Yeah. 8 a.m. Wednesday morning. <laughs> and then whenever you listen to it afterwards. And then whenever else you want to listen to it. <laughs> this is currently a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday Eve. At 9 p.m. Ooh. As we're wrapping this up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Technology. 11 hours. It's coming out. Technology. <laughs> be ready. This will be out in 11 hours. <laughs> so if you're listening to this right now, you're going to have to wait 11 hours. Oh, this man. is like meta. It's <laughs> get a little meta for oh, me. Uh, stop. Turn my head. <laughs> but that's all the time we got today. Catch us next week. Same time, same place. Wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> but Love it. thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us today. And as always, thanks, thanks for, for sitting, sitting down, down with us. With us.